The American Battlefield Trust seeks to preserve our nation's hallowed battlegrounds and educate the public about what happened there and why it matters today. They permanently protect these battlefields for future generations as a lasting and tangible memorial to the brave soldiers who fought in the American Revolution, the War of 1812, and the Civil War. You can help save battlefield land today by visiting battlefields.org. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Tattoo Historian Show. My name is John. I am the Tattoo Historian, and it's great to be back here on the podcast. It's been several weeks off because I've had whatever is going around right now, uh, whether it's the flu or a really bad cold or whatever it may be. I've been suffering through that, uh, so I've been coughing, and uh, sometimes when I just talk for a long period of time, I have to cough or I get choked up. Hopefully I'm over it by now, but, uh, you know, I really wanted to come on here and I want to come on today because today is a very important day. Today is the two-year anniversary of when I broke out and started doing the Tattoo Historian as a full-time job. And, uh, you know, there's been some ups and downs. There's been some really big bumps in the road, but here I am. I'm still here. It is April 1st, 2020. And I started this on April 1st, 2018. I actually started the brand well before that, uh, but I broke out and did my own thing and started to make this a full-time thing two years ago today. And I thought it'd be a great time to, um, you know, go over what I've learned, what I've experienced, and, um, you know, just be able to talk about it in detail with you. I remember when I first started, I did an episode zero where it was basically an introduction to who I am and what I do. Um, now, you know, I, I went forward and I did a, a, a one-year episode and talked about the first year, and here we are doing the second year, and I figured, why not? We should probably come on here and talk about two years of doing the Tattoo Historian and the changes that have happened over the last year or changes that I never would have saw coming two years ago. So first and foremost, I have to say that I have made some wonderful contacts and some wonderful friends by going out there and giving them an opportunity to talk about what they do. And I think we don't see that enough in the history field and in other fields where we give people the opportunity to talk about what they do and how they do it and new books that they've written, new articles they've written, uh, presentations they do. Far too often, we let people fall through the cracks, and we just say, well, if it's not going to help me, I'm not going to help you, and I think that's so folly. I think that is so far off the mark, and we need to get over ourselves, and we need to start looking out for each other. What we're going through right now in the world with this uh, COVID-19 pandemic is showing us that we need to stick together now more than ever. And I really think that we could take what we learn from this and we could put it into our day-to-day -day lives wherever we work, whatever we work on. I think that's very, very important. And uh, I've been blessed to be able to work with some fine people who have believed in what I have done. Um, 
you know, whether it is uh, Dr. James Brumall at the George Tyler Moore Center for the Study of the Civil War at Shepherd University, or uh, whether it's Dr. Pete Carmichael at the Civil War Institute at Gaysburg College, or Chris Gwynn, Ranger Chris Gwynn at the Gaysburg National Military Park, and others. Uh, they have really embraced what I've been trying to do, and I'm so very appreciative of that, and I've been so lucky to be able to show them that I'm willing to help and I'm willing to uh, give people a platform where they can showcase what they do. It's not just about me. Uh, It never has been about me. And I really think that this legacy project that I'm working on has been helping others in small ways, and I'm really very thankful for that. Um, That's been one, one thing that has... Uh, taken place is those contacts are those contacts those those networking opportunities which uh, have prevailed throughout the years uh, the last two years I have probably sent over 700 to 800 emails asking people to collaborate to come on the podcast to come on my live streams to come and do my live events and uh, you know a few people have flat out said no this isn't my thing but I'm starting to see more yeses. And I don't think it's because the brand is getting more recognition. I'm starting to believe that it's because people are needing to embrace this media source because we are all going through this pandemic that we're going through at the current time. We're all inside. We have to reach our audience. How do we do that? We have to do it through social media. And people who never thought about utilizing social media before are utilizing it right now. Um, they're doing live stream presentations. They're showcasing things in museums if the museum is still operative and uh, essential employees are there. Those essential employees are looking at exhibits and showcasing those exhibits to a wider audience. You're starting to see a lot of authors get on there and talk about their books and articles. And it's been a great way to showcase the creativity that you can do when you're in a tough situation. And this is something that I've been doing for a couple years now where I've basically been sheltering in place and doing what needs to be done to get live streams out there, to get more uh, networking opportunities and so on and so on. And I'm starting to see more people who are doing that on a grand scale who I've never seen do it. And they're doing great. Uh, There are those who need to get used to being in front of a camera and that's fine. But you really start to see people's eyes light up when they get halfway through a live stream and it's all of a sudden they find themselves and it's boom, it's right there. It's like, oh, I can do this. It's a beautiful thing to watch. And for me it is uh, because I do this and to me it's second nature being in front of a camera, uh, doing a live stream or being in front of an audience and doing some history or whatever. To other people, they're not used to that. And they've had to get used to it now, or at least try to embrace it as best as they can right now, due to what is going on in the world. We can't be around each other physically. We have to be around each other um, through this media platform, through social media, through Facebook, through Instagram, through Twitter, on YouTube, etc. And some people weren't ready for that, but they have embraced it and they have tried their best. And that is all you can do. And I've been so... uh, 
happy with what I've been seeing with a lot of museums, archives, public historians. Some have actually reached out to me and asked how I like their programming. Um, and I've obviously been very supportive and told them, uh, you know, that they've been doing great or that maybe I would do it a different way in this regard, but otherwise you're doing fine. Because to sit back and say, well, you're doing it this way, I would have done it this way, and I would, and in the back of my mind, think I can do it better, is not productive. Um, you know, that's that's kind of like two-faced. I really think that it's not about um, the end goal. I think it's about the process. I've always thought that, or I wouldn't be doing this. Um, as I've said time and time again, I didn't become a historian to become a millionaire. That's not the end goal. The end goal is the legacy. And I want my legacy to be solidified by doing good deeds and helping others and creating great stuff for people to watch or listen to or whatever it may be. And the last two years of my life has been heavily invested in that through the ups and downs, through the trials and tribulations, um, mainly in my personal life. Uh, you know, I've, I've tried to keep this going because this is all I've got now. This is what I have left. I have my history background. I have my media sources that I can utilize to teach on different platforms, on podcasts, on videos, on Facebook Live, whatever it may be. That's what I have now. Um, and I need to keep going because I love doing this. I feel good every time I put out a piece of content. I feel good every time someone emails me and says that I helped them get through a tough time. Boy, that really sinks in. And I've received those messages on a couple of occasions where people are like, you know, you, you've helped me find what I really want to do. And it's a weird thing at first. And then you have to slowly embrace it, but you can't let it go to your head because then uh, bad things start to happen. When there's ego... Um, bad things really happen. And I've seen that far too often with people in the field, and I've seen that too often with people on social media. Um, they try to get too big too quickly. They want that um, satisfaction right now. And when they do that, they create a very bad feeling uh, for their listeners, for their watchers, because you start to see that they're only living off the likes. They're only living off of how many people like their page or how many people like their video or whatever it may be, and they'll try anything to get that. I've never really been like that. I, I worried about that at the beginning because I wanted to get a footing, and then I got to like 100 people following me, and I never really thought about it again. Uh, I've had a couple of people inquire and say, do you know you have 3,000-some people following you on Facebook? And I say, I, I don't really look at that. Um, I look at the comment section. And I go in there and I talk to the 15, 20, 30 people who comment on a post. And I go in and I like the comments or I comment back. Or I try to get to all the private messages that I receive as quickly as I can. I try to get to all the emails that I can as quickly as possible. Um... That's my thing, um, because I always saw likes as being this way. If I go out and make a friend, and then once I realize that friend likes me, I go on and try and make another friend and forget about that person, well, that person's going to leave because you're ignoring them. So 
I see so many people who have, you know, a thousand followers, 1500 followers, and they're not answering comments and questions. They're not going in and interacting with the people who are making them who they are as far as who they think they are um, because they base it all off of a number. And I've seen that over the last two years where people are like, how did you get so many people to follow you? One, I don't really know. And two, um, I interact with my audience and I talk to them and I listen to them and I appreciate what they have to say. Many times, um, you know, when negative is fired at me or even overwhelming positive waves are fired at me, I have to put in one ear and out the other because either A, if it's negative, it's going to bring me down, or B, if it's overwhelmingly positive, you stand that chance of having an ego. Uh, You're just pumping yourself up, and that's a problem. And I don't like that, and I don't like ego, and I also don't like negative. Um, You know, negative thoughts, negative feelings, and this overwhelming sense of entitlement or ego is the other way of it, and I hate that. So I try to walk that line in the middle, uh, like Johnny Cash, I walk the line, and I try to make it positive, I try to reinforce the historical narrative, I try to allow people to come on and have a good time, if they come on a live stream or if they come on a, a podcast, it's for them, and I'm just the host. I'm basically, you know, I'm basically a mix of Ken Burns and Larry King, or, uh, you know, Ken Burns, Larry King, and Anthony Bourdain, because I love my food. So I'm here for you guys, and I'm here to create for you guys. I'm not doing it for myself. I'm not doing it to become a producer of videos and become, you know, this huge director or whatever it may be and get an Emmy or whatever. I'm not here for that. I'm here to become a great historian, and I don't think I'm ever going to be a great historian until I'm ancient. I think I'm just a good historian, and I'm keeping pushing. I keep pushing myself to get better and better and better with each day forward. That's the only way that I can really think about the Tattooed Historian brand. That brand is allowing me to get better as a historian even to get better as a person because I'm starting to communicate with people in different ways and in positive waves, uh, ways. Um, it's really taught me communication and it's really taught me uh, demographic shifts and how to get messages across on different platforms for different people. So vitally important and so very interesting to me and I've been really enjoying that and I really hope that this podcast, when I get episodes up, because it has been a while, I really hope that you guys get something out of it, and I really hope that the brand gives you something back. Obviously, it gives you something or you wouldn't be listening week to week or month to month, but I really hope it it really strikes a chord with you where you really want to get interested in a a topic or you really want to buy a book, you really want to uh, read an article, whatever I've put on here for people to ingest um, as far as into your brain, I really hope that you get something out of that and that we grow and prosper from that as far as in our soul or in our brain or whatever it may be. Um, 
I'm, I'm definitely thankful for every opportunity that I've gotten over the last two years. Uh, the last year or so has, uh, well, last six months or so has been a little slow, but I don't stop and I don't look down upon myself and I don't say, woe is me or anything like that. I don't have time for that. I have to keep moving. And that's a message for some of my listeners as well. Once in a while, we get down on ourselves. We start to feel like we're not doing enough. We're not saying enough. We're not producing enough. We're not uh, communicating enough. Well, if someone has done it before you, that's a blueprint to do it yourself. So you have to keep pushing. And I follow some great content creators who push me to do more. I actually go and check out content creators who aren't even involved in the history field, but they put up a ton of content. And what I do is I put an alert on my phone. And when they come up and it pops up that, hey, they just posted a video, I think, damn, I got to post a video. I have to do this. Or this person popped up and they just posted a photo on Instagram. I better go on and do that myself. So I keep getting pushed in a positive way by that. It's not me saying I'm going to outdo them. It's me saying I just want to try to see how much I can do and make myself a better historian, make myself a better content creator. So that last year, especially the last six months, has opened my eyes to that possibility. And with the current crisis that we're going through, where we're all stuck inside for good reason, because uh, we don't want to spread what's been going on out there. This is the time to really embrace that. This is the time to say, I need to try to do more to solidify my legacy. Whatever that legacy is, now's the time. Some of you also are laid off from your job right now. Um, you know, you have that side hustle that you've always wanted to do. Try it out. Uh, this began as a side hustle, a quote-unquote side hustle. This is a side project, um, and it turned into something that was meaningful to me and, thank God, meaningful to others. Try it. What do you have to lose? Uh, you have some extra time now. Uh, to sit around and sulk and say, woe is me, is not getting the job done. If you have a dream or you have an idea, do it now. Um especially if you can do it from home, obviously. You can do it now. The world is at your fingertips with the, with a phone or with a laptop or PC. Do something. Get some videos up there of whatever you do. If you flip sneakers, do it. Uh, you know, put videos up. Put Instagram posts up. If you, you know, foster cats, let people know what cats you have because people are looking for animals right now because people are lonely. Put them up. Let's go. Uh, now is not the time to sit around and do nothing. We we have so many voices now on social media because of the fact we're all stuck inside. And I say stuck inside because I'm a person who loves to be around people. I'm actually a hugger. <laughs> so if you ever meet me and we shake hands, give me a bro hug. I don't care. I'm a hugging kind of guy. Um, so it's very tough for me right now because of that. Um, I'm away from everybody. And uh, I, I love to be around people, and I love to listen to people, and I love to talk with people. <clears throat> so, so right now is a very, a, di a very difficult time. So I have to do it with this media, and um, this is very important for me, and I know for some of you, it's very important as well. But you know, I never would have started this. Uh, 
whole adventure if I never would have had my last job. And my last job taught me two things. Uh, one, it taught me that I was a pretty good historian. Um, not great. Probably won't get there for many, many decades. But I'm a pretty good historian. And two, I wasn't made for sitting in a cubicle all the time. I was made for doing something else. I was made for creating 14 or 16 hours a day instead of sitting in a cubicle for eight hours a day. That just wasn't my jam. That wasn't my thing. That's not what. That's not who I am. I like to be busy 16 hours a day on projects that I can do to get more history out to you. So if I wouldn't have had that job, which was a great job, pay was wonderful, I enjoyed it, I had great coworkers, but I wasn't satisfied internally with it. Um, and I would never could have stuck with it. Uh, I know that now. I, if I would never had that job, I would never learned that about myself. So I thank God for, for that job I had in the archives uh, because I learned so much, not only from a historical standpoint, but I learned so much about myself, and that's what matters more than anything else. You need to learn about yourself and instill that in your brain so that you know, okay, this is my end goal. I may have to stick with this cubicle job for five years, for ten years, but sooner or later, this is what I want to do, and this is what I want to be. I think that's very, very important. Um, I'm the first person in my family to, to branch out and do business on their own, other than farmers. Uh, I have plenty of farmers in my family back through the, the years. But as an entrepreneur, and I don't like to use that word a lot, um, I'm the first one to do that. So there's no blueprint for me in the family, but there's other blueprints out there that I've utilized. And the last year has allowed me to grow more as a business person, uh, as a networking person. I've gained a lot more understanding of the process, which is what I love the most. And I've also gained a better understanding of what the people who follow me want because you're leaving comments, you're leaving questions, you're PMing or DMing me and letting me know uh, what you liked about the previous episode of a live stream or a live event that I did or whatever else. Um, it's very important to have that line of communication, especially now, and I'm very thankful for that. Um I know what society, as far as the history field, is concerned once because I read those comments and I see what people are asking for. And I realize when I'm doing stuff on my brand page, when someone says, aren't you doing a little too much of this? Well, if it's what people are asking for, I'm going to do that. And, um, you know, I take every opinion with a grain of salt, but I still instill that in my file folder in my head. Maybe I should try this way. Maybe I should do this a little bit different. Let's try this. Always experimenting. Never saying that, okay, I have this down to a science and I'm done. I'm always trying to gel with what's going on in the field. And I'm and that means I'm never done. That means I have a challenge for years to come. And I love a great challenge. So that's what's very important to me here in the future, and I'm very excited about what's to come with it. Uh, so this second year has been a really interesting time. I'm really embracing new digital media formats. I believe a year ago when I did the one-year episode, I believe I was on like six platforms or something like that, uh, different apps and platforms, putting the brand out there. 
as of today, I'm on, I believe, 10. And I'm still trying out new stuff. And I'm still trying to grow in new and different ways. I've, I just picked up uh, two e-gaming platforms. Uh, I'm on Discord. I'm on Twitch. I'm not on there a lot, but I'm on there. The brand name is on there. I occasionally go live on there. I'm playing some great stuff on Steam. I'm playing some War Thunder. And I'm picking up some new stuff on there. Um, obviously, I want to increase the rate which this podcast comes out. I have a couple weeks worth of stuff to uh, put on here so that you have some stuff to listen to. Uh, more live streams, more live stream interviews, more YouTube videos is very, very important for me. And I just started doing uh, book reviews again. So I'll be doing like five or ten minute book reviews on video putting them up on my YouTube, uh, and then putting the link on my Facebook. And then you'll get to see some of the new monographs that come out because, believe it or not, I've probably had eight authors send me their books before they come out to the general public, and I have to get through them all. And um, once in a while, that's been a challenge over the last six to nine months, but I'm working slowly at it, and I'm getting it done, and I'm very happy with the outcome with that. And some of the great monographs or some of the monographs that have come out have been absolutely great, and I've been enjoying them as well. And I have some great networking connections because of that. Uh, Some of you authors out there are doing some fantastic work, and I thank you for sending me some of your books or some of the drafts. Um, It's just been a hoot to be on that end of it because I remember being jealous back in the day of seeing professors getting these books before they were out to the public and doing book reviews. And now I'm getting the opportunity once in a while to do that. And that's been such a fun experience. And uh, I I really get a kick out of it. And I love doing it. And I love helping other authors get their books out there to the masses. So that's something we're going to be working on a little bit more hardcore here in the second year. Uh, I guess technically it's the third year, but you know what I mean. We're going to work on it here in this year of the Tattoo Historian brand. Um, a little more than usual. Also, the big thing that I want to get out there is this. As you know, uh, as many of you know, I've been accepted to the doctoral program at Western University in London, Ontario, Canada. I'll be studying under uh, Dr. Jonathan Vance there. He'll be my dissertation advisor, and he will be guiding me through the process Um and I'm really looking forward to that. I have my dissertation idea already laid out. just need to uh, get that more in detail and get that ready to go. But I wanted to uh, move to a new place and start fresh. And uh, I really saw that part of Ontario needing more historical stuff put up digitally. So we're going to increase up there. So in other words, this brand isn't going away. Uh, What you're going to see more of in the future is history from both sides of the border. You're going to see history from the States, and you're going to see history from Canada. And I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to going up there and having that challenge on top of this one, which is getting that doctoral degree. And uh, I'm the first person in my family to go to university, so I want to go the full distance and showcase that you can do it. I didn't earn my BA until I was 30. Um, As many of you know, I worked uh, very hardcore, laborious jobs before that. I was paving roads. I was working construction. I was working warehouses. Um, And then I went on to earn my BA and my MA. 
And I thought, I need to go the full distance, and I need to get this done, and I need to showcase that I can do this for other people and for myself because I thought I'm never going to sleep well at night if I don't try. So that's the next step that's happening here in 2020, God willing, because i got to see when I can get across that border. Um, But I'm really looking forward to that, and I don't want you to think for a second that this brand that I've created is going to go away because, like I said earlier, this is my legacy project, guys. This is what I love to do. I love creating content. I love putting it up there. I love to see your reactions. I love to have the interaction with you. So this is not going to go away. This will always be basically a virtual classroom for me, and I'm really excited about that. So, guys, thank you so much for sticking with me. Uh, through the first couple years of this brand. Um, it's been a, a wonderful experience. It's been challenging at times, very challenging. Uh, the, the, the process has been enlightening. It has been challenging. It has been beneficial. It has been stressful. There's been some anxious times. But I wouldn't trade a second of it for the world. Um, I, that's how much I love it. That's how, I much, how much I love seeing you guys following along, sharing the stuff out, letting people know that it's out there. I wouldn't be anywhere without you guys um, just plugging away at it and, and being a part of the process. That really means a lot to me. And uh, we're going to get this podcast back up and running full time here very soon. So stay tuned for more of that kind of programming here on the Tattooed Historian Show and check out the page. We've got a lot more live streams coming up. We have a lot more videos coming up on YouTube. And I'm really happy with what's to come. So, guys, take care of yourselves. I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for hanging with me for a couple of years now. I want to talk to you again a couple more years and talk about the last few years and make it even better and make it more accessible and more friction-free for you guys. And this Legacy Project is not going to stop. All right? So keep tuning in, guys. I appreciate you so much. Take care.